Welcome to Paulding County Business Weekly, a look at businesses, products, and services in Paulding County and how they interact with national and global markets, sponsored by Ohio Means Jobs of Defiance in Paulding Counties. With today's special guest, here's Economic Development Director Tim Copsey. We're excited today to change it up just a little bit on Paulding County Business Weekly and talk about one of our leading industries in the county today in agriculture. We're excited to have with us today Clint Sin, dairy manager at TRT Sin Dairy and co-owner of Sin Brothers Ag. Welcome, Clint. Hey, Tim. Nice to be here. Clint, tell us a little bit about you and your background. Um, well, I grew up here in Paulding County my whole life. Uh, I went to Wayne Trace High School, started out in Grover Hill. And went to Wayne Trace High School and played football, basketball, played baseball a little bit. So I grew up, you know, on the farm. You know, we, my family, it was a family farm, so dad didn't hire anybody outside. Sure. So I had the, I guess I could say, opportunity to do a lot of things that back then I didn't really think were good opportunities. But, <laughs> yeah. but looking back now, is definitely a, a Absolutely. blessing to do those things. Life learning lessons. Absolutely. Uh, back then, I... I thought they were more of a hindrance. But, <laughs> more of chore. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right. But uh, looking back now, I'm glad that I had the opportunity to grow up in a county where everybody around me supported me. You know, even through high school, um, you look at all the, the tournament runs we've had in sports and you oh, look at all the people insane. that you didn't really even know personally, but they were there to support yep. you. It was just an incredible blessing. And, and one of the cool things I think about the county, you know, I'm from Antwerp. So, of course, that's the big rivalry yeah. right, with Wayne Trace. But, you know, even though I didn't know you or some of the players there personally, we all know of the names and we all know that the Sin name is a historical uh, sports name to boot, but we all know of each other. Right. And I think that plays well into our futures as we become more involved. You know, I worked with it at Antwerp. There was a lot of people from Paulding in the Wayne Trace School District. I mean, even Van Wert, Woodland, they, they all work there. And so you, you were aware of these people, and you know that there are people from our region, and they're not bad people, and you can all get along after sports and the rivalry is over. Yeah, absolutely. Even, you know, graduate, even guys that were rivalries in sports, you know, now I'm playing in men's leagues yeah, with and sure. you know i knew your son a little bit yeah. in high school and just a couple other guys that were rivals when you were a junior senior exactly. in high school but now you look at them and you see how they're doing with their life and it's a incredible opportunity it, it to, is and to you can all together. respect each other because you all know we have the same background we have the same support systems if somebody got out of line everybody knew it yeah. you know and, yeah. but we all support each other and it just plays well into our community business industry yeah absolutely Absolutely. So, Clint, tell us a little bit about uh, now that you see that uh, all the work that your dad was putting you through wasn't terrible. What, tell us a little bit about the dairy farm. So my dairy farm is, I don't know if it was started by my grandpa, but that's how far back I'll go. And then my dad, when he you know, graduated, he came into the farm. And back then, they were only milking about 50 cows. This would be in the 80s. Okay. So they were doing old style. Which know. back then was a lot of cows. It was, yeah. Um, stanchions, you know, hard, hard work um, yeah. back then. And then in around 2000s, they built the modern setup that we have that I milk out of today. He milked with his two brothers. Um, and they just kind of flatlined. They milked around 220 cows for the past 20 years. Okay. And then they grain farm. They did grain farm a lot of yeah. acres. That was, you know, how I got the opportunity to do, you know, farm work. If they didn't have that stuff, it wouldn't, I wouldn't have that opportunity. Sure. Um, so he farmed with his two brothers. And then in 2019, it was time, you know, we, my, we had a lot of boys. His brothers had a lot of boys. And it was time to do something different. Um, sure. So he bought the dairy from them and they split some farm ground up and that gave me the opportunity to come back and awesome. and farm, which, you know, when I was a senior in high school, I wanted nothing to do with that. Um, I was, 
I was going to go do something else, you know, and I had, I went and worked. You were at, getting the heck out of Paulding I County, was, right? We I all was. Were, yeah. We all were at some point. I, I was going to go be a civil <laughs> engineer somewhere else. Yep. Um, and then I got a job at ODOT right out of high school, and that was something just eye-opening, just the opportunity to work with other people and see what that was like, yeah. and then just see Paulding County as a whole. I, you know, I had the opportunity to drive all over the county, work for ODOT, and see parts of the county sure. I never really... You know, over by Oakwood, I never got over that way yeah. very much. And you don't realize how big the county is until you drive the borders, right? Yeah, right. And then when Dad asked me to come back, it was just, you know, it wasn't like this is your only opportunity to come back. But, you know, after this, yeah, my other brother's going to start coming back. And they're okay. going So when he asked me, it was kind of like, is this really what I, what I want to do with my life? And it was a great opportunity to come back. And now looking back, it was the right choice. Excellent. So just so our listeners understand, tell us what the the family tree a little bit, the TRT, what does it stand for? Todd, Robert, Tim. So and your dad is Todd. Todd. Yep. Okay. And so um, Bob has the uh, hog farm there on yep. uh, 613. 613. And then where is your farm actually located? Right on 48, about three quarters of a mile off 127. Okay. To the, to the east. On Township Road 48. Yeah. Yep. If you drive down 127, we're doing a little construction right now. You yep. see them putting a roof on and uh, yeah. Very good. So then also you're co-owner of the Sin Brothers Ag. How did that come about? Um, so in 2019, when dad asked me to come back, my younger brother was coming back to the farm too. Okay. And we always enjoyed driving semis. That was probably my favorite job on the farm. And we saw an opportunity to help out other large scale farms that needed trucks and okay. drivers um so we went out and took a giant leap of faith and bought a semi with a lot of money that <laughs> we didn't know how it was going to work out yep and it was just kind of like a not it wasn't really a business we just used it on our farm and we used it haul and feed for other farms okay and then in 2021 we went out and started an actual llc just me and him we bought right. another truck we have three trucks one of them is co-owned with my brother but it's, it's kind of complicated yeah gotcha that. But so we just help out large the large dairies around here. Okay, and it was just we knew we could support ourselves with our dairy, but it was just another opportunity to to have another business. Sure, and um, we always enjoyed the semi side of things. So and and it is scary taking that leap of faith, isn't it? You know, you're here. You are. You're young. You're coming out of school. First off, you were going to go away, and then decide. You know what? It's not quite as bad here as I thought. Yeah. And and maybe some of the life lessons I've learned could be used and and do things. But again, the support system around you. Uh, was able to support the fact that you were going to do this, and it, it made you feel like it wasn't going to be a black hole, that you were able to, you you were going to at some point meet a, a demand that needed to be filled, and also uh, be able to fund that demand, and then see some profit at the end of the day, yeah. down the road. Yeah, that's what I, I, I get asked, you know, I'm talked to a lot of small farmers my size, we would be considered small, yes. about 280 cows right now. Um, and they say, like, what do we do with our next generation? How do we keep them? You know, if we want to stay small, how do we yeah. keep them in? I, I always tell them, go talk to the big dairies and see if there's any way you can help them out and make some extra money because we don't have to hate those guys. We can we can use them to, yes. to be sustainable. You know, if you want to stay that size, that's fine. You can be very efficient at that size. And then you can do other things, which we do with the trucking, and it's worked out very well for us so and far. And so you've become a uh, sub-supplier to the bigger dairy farms, Absolutely. even though you're sustaining your own smaller farm. Absolutely. And, and that ties in exactly to my office, where we're mostly focused on industry. It's the same thing. Those big industries still need sub-suppliers to fill in on the backside of things that come up that they don't expect, 
or maybe it's a little bit different than their everyday routine. And so connecting our, our job as economic development is connecting those smaller folks with the big giants and they all can sustain and run together. It's not like they're trying to run them out. They need them just as much. So it's a, sounds like it's very similar in ag. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's worked very well. You know, the biggest thing is you got to ask questions. If you don't go ask someone, Hey, do you need a semi at this time of the year? Yep. If you don't know, go ask that question. You know, and that was scary at first, but once we started asking the question and, you know, people were like, oh, they have a semi, let's call them. And I mean, our phone rings pretty frequently, probably too much sometimes, but we (laughs) we find a way to make it work. Yeah, Yeah. very good. And, And Clint, you and I have talked a little bit in the past about workforce. So as you guys are getting older, obviously the the uh, gopher jobs or the backfill jobs that dad was throwing you into and, and you weren't sure why or what that was <laughs> going to lead to, but now you need some of those folks in the background. And so I know that you guys have offered the opportunity for employment of uh, students after hours or students in, or in early morning maybe, but you now need some of those students and we just don't have that backfill right now, do we? No, and we, we've been... You know, lucky we're a mile and a half from the Wayne Trace High School. It hasn't been too hard. There has been times where I'm like, man, we could use another person. Sure. But when I put something out there, I'll get four or five, four or five, you know, responses from kids that are like, hey, I'm willing to to pick up a few hours. But it definitely, you know, especially on the trucking side, that that's a hard, yes. hard job to fill because I can't pay what uh, somebody else can pay. And, right. And you and, probably, do they have to be CDL certified? Yes. Okay. For us, so, they yeah. Do. Yeah. And, so, and that's, that's difficult another, to find. It is another whole mess that um, gets us into. And, and even, you know, even when it goes to milk and cows, you know, it might sound fun for the first month and a half, which <laughs> it's not the worst job in the world, but right? I've had kids who say, this is fine. But then they do it for six months and they're like, all right, it's time. It is yep. a repetitive job. Yep. And it's a good job. To put on a resume, I mean, I, in my opinion, you put farm on a resume, no matter what you're doing, I don't care, whatever industry you're going into yeah. next, that is a great thing for an HR person to see. And well, and that's exactly the point I was headed to. You know, th- these kids aren't going to work for you with the goal of at the end, some of them maybe, but all of them at the end of the day aren't going to be dairy farmers for the rest of their lives. But to build the, the skill set, the, the knowledge, to have that on their resume, th- these are all great things that you guys provide right here in our own community that uh, would help a student any day down the road for what you provide. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you have the opportunity to work with one other person your age, and I, I try not to go in there and, and boss them around. You know, they kind of have the responsibility yep. of the cows, and things change. They have to adapt at times. And that's a great opportunity to learn how to do that in, in the parlor. And I've had some kids who come in that they didn't want nothing to do with it, but their parents said, you have to do this. Yes. And some of them left, and it was hard for them to leave. So There you go. Um, and, and it's no different. You know, it could be retail at uh, some of our retail stores in town. It could be uh, convenience stores or at the grocery store working, the gas station's convenience. But it, it, at the end of the day, we just need them to do something to understand what work life is about, how to bring in income to start balancing their own budgets, and and building that resume. Yeah, yeah. And the kids that I I hire, I always tell them there's there's jobs beyond milk and cows here on my farm. Yep. Even, you know, if if I put my trust in you and I know you do a good job of that, I'll teach you how to drive a skidler. I have no problem teaching how to do that. That's a step up, and yep. you get more experience and equipment. Maybe you like that side of things. Exactly. And we were talking earlier, I got to go to the MVP Dairy, and of course, that's the uh, mega of all megas around here, and and tour that. But, you know, they have marketing people, they have accounting people, and you have accounting people, I'm sure, too. But 
Uh, there are uh, many other steps that are involved with just saying it's a milking a cow. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, th- there's baby calves all the way up to feeding cows. Yeah, it, it you've got to get grain in, food in, all kinds yeah, of stuff. Yeah, it goes way beyond just standing there ne- next to milking a cow. Yes. And so hopefully that the listeners out there understand that there are these opportunities in the county, uh, certainly with your businesses, but all around the county, that we can get these 16, 17, 18-year-old students hooked up with to uh, build resumes and do things going forward. Yeah, and one thing that, you know, we we have Saturday, Sundays, we always have to have somebody out there milking. So there you even go. if you're in sports, you know, you can come milk for me Saturday, Sunday. I have no problem with that. You know, you'll, you'll squeeze them in. Yeah, I'll find I'll find work for you. <laughs> there you, can you go. Play sports. You know, I'm I love sports. I'm all for playing sports. You know, and then on the weekends you can yep. make a little money while you play sports. Doesn't have to be one or the other. Right. Exactly. And so, what what do you see in the future? And one of the things I'll note for your future is the awesome social media presence that you have at the farm on Facebook, where you go in and you kind of do some techniques of what's taking place behind the scenes so that those of us who aren't on the farm, uh, have never been on the farm or aren't on the farm a lot, understand the complexity of things that are taking place behind the scenes. Tell us a little bit about what made you start that social media. Honestly, I was talking to my brother and I was talking to somebody I went to high school with and they had no knowledge that I thought they should have it. I'm not going to say none, but limited of what I thought they should have and even my brother who doesn't farm, and I was like, man, he should know these things. And I was like, if they don't know it, yeah. there's got to be more people out there. Sure. And there's some phenomenal you know, influence out there that do dairy influencing, and I don't need to be that big. I have no desire to be gotcha. that big. But within Paulding County, there's a lot of cows in Paulding County. So I think it's important for people to know how, how milk is, is made and you know, how the cow is treated and and just the value of milk in in a diet in my opinion i think is is pretty valuable well i think and to me it opened my eyes to the technology side it's no longer just uh watching your cow out there the the ear tags that tell you all the data about the the cow and and his health and everything that's going on that that blew me away on the technical side yeah so that that was kind of another reason i started we're hoping and within the next couple of years to put in some robotic milkers, which is kind of a new way of, of milking. It's mm-hmm. less labor intensive. And the data behind that is, it's just insane. And like that, that I thought, well, if we go to this route, there's a lot of people who can see just how technology works within the dairy industry. And that, that's something that I'm looking forward to that I can share with people that, you know, it's not just standing there touching a the cow and milking her out. There's right. a lot more that goes into it um, than just that. And, and, and- we're working with the colleges right now in um, trying to get the students to come back home from agriculture side, but they they need to go out and learn. You know, on your guys' side, it's the technicalities of those ear tags and everything that it tells you, and then you've got to become a nutritionalist and <laughs> understand health of the cow and things like that. But then now we're, we're talking about drones for fertilizer spreading and drones for watching over farms, and it, the technology is just blowing it itself away. And even on the uh, agriculture side, where everybody thinks if you're not involved in it every day, you jump in a tractor, you plant the crop, you pick it up six or eight months later, and you put it away. It's it's not like that anymore. (laughs) No, no, I mean, you've got to wear many hats. And I'm not great at certain things. I mean, I I know a little bit about electricity. I know a little bit about carpentry. (laughs) Mechanic, a little bit. I could figure it out, but it's definitely not a specialty. Right. And uh, those, all those things go into, uh, and now technology is a whole nother, whole nother level. You know, when you get into software, and, and I'm not a computer guy by any means, right? 
But um, you're going to have to be hiring some of those guys that do know yeah, that absolutely. going forward, especially as you mentioned about maybe going into some robotics. It's great to have that robot, but somebody's got to maintain it, fix it, uh, make sure that it's running to your standard or your whole business is just going to stop. Right, absolutely. And yep. the cows aren't going to stop producing no, milk no, while that's not. down. <laughs> I wish they took Christmas off sometimes, but that does happen. <laughs> they don't take vacations when I do, unfortunately. <laughs> that's unfortunate. <laughs> if I could figure out how to do that with the cow, that would be... You would be in a good, good Yeah, that would be incredible advances in the dairy industry for sure. <laughs> Attention Paulding County small business owners. Looking to elevate your business? The Economic Development Office can be your partner for success. We're here for businesses with less than 10 employees, offering a significant $1,000 marketing grant. But that's not all. In times of need, you can access up to $2,500 at just 1% interest. Reach out to me, Kristen Schill, Office Manager at 419-399-8295 to learn more. Now, back to our program. So, on a whole nother issue, Clint, you are running for school board at Wayne Trace School. I am. Yep. And what made you think to do that? I had a conversation with a former school board member, and he kind of mentioned that there might be somebody on the Wayne Trace School Board that might not be running again. I didn't really have any interest in kicking somebody off. That really was. But I thought if there's an opportunity for me to be on, and I know in a couple elections in the past, they did have a hard time trying to find people. And I thought, you know what, I'll talk to a couple of people. I talked to a teacher. I have an aunt that's a teacher. I talked to a couple other teachers, talked to a couple of board members. And I'm only 25 years old. My first initial thought was if somebody brings up my age, I don't, I don't need to run. Gotcha. I, I don't need, to, I don't need yep. that. And nobody did. And so I, I prayed about it a little bit. And I felt, I felt like it was, it was what, something I should do and something I would really enjoy. Um, you know, I, I'm a big proponent for Vantage. And I thought, you know, if I can get my foot in the door and, and help out our school, you know. And I think it's something that we're going to see, we need to see in this county. And not only at the school board level, but at the at the township level, uh, township trustees, at the villages right now with councils. We're an aging society. And, and we need young, aggressive, forward-thinking folks to step into some of these roles. And now I think is the perfect time because... There's still some of these folks that have a few years left in them that we can learn from and gain some knowledge before it becomes a whole uh, board of 25-year-olds, which it would be great. But at the same time, you need a little bit of knowledge training there to understand what the, you can and can't do, the things that are right and not right. But at the, But again, if we don't see some of the youth starting to step into these roles pretty soon we're going to have uh villages or township trustees that we uh, are open spots and that's not good for the community either no no absolutely that was one thing you know i looked at the people on the scoreboard i'm like i have a relationship with some of them i can go to them and say you know help me out here a little bit and i i went to some former one said what am i getting myself into you know because i don't want to go in blindly and not exactly a, a benefit to the community yep um and they they really you know kind of showed me this is what you're getting into and I looked at it and I said, I think I would enjoy it. I enjoy having conversations, you know, and I enjoy being involved. I, I, I'm, I'm adamant about being involved. I really enjoy being involved. Yeah. And, and I, what I like about your um, thought process of this is you're not going in with an agenda. You're not going in to try and change something because you're mad about something. So many times we have that, uh, especially on village councils, where somebody thinks they're going to go in and change something or change the world. And you're only one vote. 
right? Yeah. <laughs> There's a whole board there for a reason because you're just one vote. So just because you're adamant about this thing doesn't mean that uh, everybody else is adamant about it or that it's just going to rush through because some people do some different thinking about the same subject that make you look at a different angle that maybe you're not focused on because you're so adamant about it. And, and that's the blessing of being a board and not an individual. Yeah, right. And I have a brother who's a trustee, and he, he just – when I talked to him about it, he said, you're only one vote, you yep. know, and if you want to get other people on your side, you have to convince them, you know, yelling and screaming or all these things that do no good. Yep. You know, you cannot do that. And I've learned that even just being in business with my other brother, you know, he's got 50% and I got 50%. <laughs> yeah. So if I'm really passionate about something and he's not, yep. it doesn't benefit anybody. Right. Um, we have to work together. And I, you know, I, I think I can, I'm willing to do that. That's awesome. Mm. So just, so the younger listeners have an idea. Tell us a little bit about the process. What, what, did you have to do to be able to get on that ballot? Um, so actually, I ran for township trustee in 2019. Okay, uh, that was kind of my first goal. All right. um, I since I work since I worked at ODOT, I had experience in the road. Oh yeah, um, side of things. And once I came back on the farm and see my brother plowing at two in the morning, and I get up at four to milk, I was like, "That's probably not so." <laughs> um, but to do that is, I go. I went to the board of elections and asked for uh, okay. a signature paper, and I think twenty five signatures. Yep. And I just started going around to people in the community and and collecting signatures. And I was always told to get you know three or four Extra, more. Yeah. yeah. And in case I, somebody what didn't wasn't a certified voter, right? Then that way, that one comes off, but you still have a backfill to make your minimum. Correct. Correct. And, and I talked in both instances, I talked to, you know, other people that were trustees. And then in the school board instance, I talked to people that were school yep. boards to see, you know, kind of feel out if I'm doing the right thing or how it would be perceived. Um, so you take that and take it to the school board and then it goes through a uh, board meeting or not the school board, board of elections, board of elections uptown and, and uh, on the square in Paulding. Right. There. Right. And then they they put it through. a I think there's a board. Yeah. And they affirm uh, it. That's um, cool. So and then it is. I you know when I ran in 2019, I, I, I love politics i you know i i i like that kind of stuff and it yeah. was cool to see my name name on the ballot <laughs> Absolutely, you, i did win yeah. and i was fine at that but yeah. it was kind of cool to see but my you name did on. it you, at least you did it i and, did and you even lost that one and but yet it d- didn't deter you enough that you didn't try again for now something else yeah absolutely yeah it, it was a cool experience I, you know that that was really fun i enjoyed it good well is there anything clint that we left out that you'd like to hit on uh i think of you know we're coming into corn salad season which is a big yes which is a big thing for dairy. and you it, know, It's and a big thing for the county. It is. I mean, it, you know, safe, safety is a big thing that we stress with our business, and I know a lot of other dairies around here stress that. And uh, it's not a small thing. I mean, it takes a lot it of drivers a and a lot thing. of trucks. And, you know, if somebody has a CDL and they're willing to drive semi, not just my business, but other businesses that are involved in chopping corn silage, I know would, would love to have people that, uh, even if it's from three to seven, you know, at night you get yep. off work and you have time to drive truck. And you guys are doing it pretty much, uh, I wouldn't say around the clock, but as many hours as you can in a day, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're cutting silage because you're providing the food for these dairy cows for an entire year in, in just this short t- amount of season. And it's just the right time. You, you know, you can't wait for the corn to get too far along. It has to be mature when you do it. So it, it is a timing thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's got to be 65%. And sometimes September gets really hot and that brings the moisture down really, really fast. And then you lose value, and then you lose milk, which is no good. 
Um, so yeah, timing is is of the most essence. Yep. And, and I was very lucky when I started uh, in this position. Uh, the late Clint Vance was driving for uh, the farms that were doing the silage, and and I got to jump in the truck with him and take a a, a route around. So I, I've gotten to feel it uh, firsthand, and it's really impressive the way that those guys can drive a truck under that shooting uh, silage, pull away, get the next truck in, and it is just an automatic system that is pretty impressive yeah it takes a lot of team it's it's really fun to watch if you get a drone up in there and watch all the teamwork that you know communication that goes together and just the whole process is there's a lot of tons there yeah and a lot of manpower and it's i always tell people the first five days are a lot of fun <laughs> when you get to day seven or eight <laughs> yeah you're like all right we could i yeah. need to go to bed but, but you still got a few days to go <laughs> yeah right. you're not quite done yet That's especially right. when it starts getting wet out um <laughs> But no, it, it is a fun process and it's fun to watch for, especially for somebody that hasn't, you know, grown up in it and done it every single year. You know, go go sit in the field and watch them chop. It's, yes, it's, I know of guys that do that because they just enjoy it. Well, and it is just truly impressive to see that kind of uh, holistic uh, approach to everything that goes into that is just pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I think. I mean, I love dairy farming. I think. You know, I look back at the years where I didn't think it was that cool. I wanted to get away from it. And just the changing, evolving, and the new things that I can learn every day, not only, you know, in my business, but any business that yeah. you go into, that's really what drives people to go into those. Absolutely. You know, if you're in a, you know, and some people are in stagnant jobs and they love them, and that's, yep. that's your personality. But there's other jobs where it's changing and evolving and yep. you're learning something. And that's, that's what really gets me. Well, excited. agriculture is absolutely one of those jobs. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Let me ask you if there was somebody wanted to talk to you about TRT Sindari uh, or Sin Brothers Ag. What's the best way to get a hold of you? Yeah, you can call me, uh, Clint Sin at four zero nine six seven zero five 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 four. You can call me or text me. Okay. Um, and on the dairy side of things, I've had kids work from Paulding. Nobody from Antwerp, but Paulding and Wayne Trace, and I'm sure Antwerp they could make it. We start oh, milking yeah. at three fifteen. I'm always looking for people that are, are willing to milk cows in high school, okay. and we milk from 315 to 6, so it's really good time. You know, they're not getting home too late. They yeah. get pretty good hours after school. and Yep, and weekends, too. It sounds like you can feed too. them in. Yep. Okay. Well, very good. Well, Clint, we always like to thank our uh, station manager, Joe Barker, for allowing us the time to uh, put this show out on the air and, and let the kids and the residents of the county and beyond hear the great things that we have going on here in Paulding County. We like to thank Terry Carwile for uh, taking care of business and making us sound good at the end of the day. And we always thank uh, Tiffany Rockhold with our Ohio Means Jobs Office in Paulding in Defiance County because they are the ones that make sure we're funding this uh, on the air and can keep this going so that everybody learns about the great things that are going on. But, Clint, we want to take the time to thank you especially today and TRT Sindari and Sin Brothers Ag for everything you do in the county to uh, keep agriculture as our number one uh, industry in the county and doing all the things you do to help our young students that uh, get a little bit of knowledge and training here in the county and everything that you do to keep us Paulding County strong. Thank you for joining us for Paulding County Business Weekly. Be sure to join Economic Development Director Tim Copsey each week at this time right here on My102.7 FM. And if you miss an episode or want to hear this one again, just go to the My102.7 website and click on the PCBW logo. 